0: Dear youth, before I start preaching together with you, I want to say praise God. Just say it again, please. Praise God, just louder. Slava Господь, As the Bible says, to this place, we are allowed to be here because of God's mercy, because of God's grace. When I was asked to preach by our brother Max, um, I'm no preacher, I, I, I don't know how to de- deliver a word. But when he asked me to, to share a word and I want to share what God has put in my heart before we go to prayer. And in this, I want to encourage you and bless you so that in your life, as you have come today, and as you're going to walk out from this place, somehow you will be encouraged. Somehow you will be blessed. You will be a different person than you entered here. And the topic of my short word will be peace with God. Um, there is there's a book in the Bible, that, uh, it's called Judges. Lift up your hands if you know uh, the, book, the book of Judges. I, I want to ask you uh, to raise up your hands if you ever read the whole, the whole, the whole book, specifically of Judges. Very few, very few hands. I encourage you to please read this book. This is a very powerful book on the history of God's people, of how God led his people through many trials to many tribulations and the story of, uh, of Israel as we as you know uh, it goes it goes up and down when we read the book of Judges uh, it speaks and I'll give you a short summary of 14 15 and more judges that have uh, ruled over Jerusalem over the people of Israel before even Jerusalem was created one of them was Samson as we know, and. There were judges who whom people followed, whom people obeyed, whom the whole nation of Israel obeyed and followed god 's law, and whenever the, uh, the, the nation of God, the people of God, would not follow God, would not obey his commandments, they would be captured, they would be uh, punished, they would be attacked. You can see through all throughout the Bible, specifically in the in the book of judges is these like these roller coaster situations in, 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 in the life of uh, of of, uh, of uh, Israelites. You would see a period of like 20 to 30 years of prosperity, peace, um, calmness, stillness, and riches, and then the next chapter, the next 30 years after that would be uh, captivity, death, desolation, destruction, and uh, and, and annihilation of people. And that would happen literally in circles, in cycles of, of uh, uh, per generation, per every 40, 50, 60 years. And every time the rulers followed God, every time the rulers seeked God, and every time people seeked seek God, they were blessed. They were in peace with him, and their lives were prosperous. And you know what? When people disobeyed him, when people started to look up to their own uh, good, up to their own uh, pleasures, that's when they have fallen. You know, it reminds me of my life a little bit, actually, because you would have um, a time of uh, prosperity, a time of peace, a time of success, when everything goes good, good for you, when everything happens for you well. You know, for Israelites, it was, what did they care about? They cared about food, sustenance, protection, land, uh, and ability to, to live peacefully and not to be under the rule of Egypt. And when those times came, when everything was, was well, when people followed God, when everything was peaceful, people grew, grew tired, they grew bored somehow. People started looking around for, for their own pleasures, for their own, uh, uh, for their own satisfaction. And God would depart from him from them in fact they would be the the first ones to take the step away from him and that would bring destruction uh, into their lives and you know in those moments when they have been destroyed in those moments when they walked away from from God when they would fall so deep they would fall down so so bad that there would be nowhere else that they would go we always can see this uh, this this circle again repeats People would, uh, would cover themselves in ashes. People would come before God. People would literally uh, cry in, in, in desperation for God to come and save them. And he did it every single time. And we see it in the book of Judges. I encourage you, please, to read it if you ever have time. Or listen to it. Because we don't have time nowadays. We barely have any time to, uh, to read the Bible. And, and I'm the first one to admit it. And in, and in my line of work, I, I, the, only, the best thing that I can do most of the time is listen to, uh, to audio version of Bible. But if, you, but, but if you go through Judges, you see how, how the whole nation of, of Israel, it's, it's over 2 million people. How this goes and repeats multiple times. And people, they had peace with God and they didn't. And what was happening, they were happy, prosperous, and if, uh, and if they were from, away from God, it was, it, was, it, was com- it was completely opposite for them. And so, when a person is not in peace with God, when we are not in peace with God, have you ever been in that position? Have you ever been in a circumstances when, when you feel like God is not with you? Have you ever uh, found yourself in the moments when you thought, God, why? God, why this happens? Why that happens? You know, this, this summertime, this, uh, um, the, the time of vacation, the time when we hang out with Our friends with our family the time when we literally relax most of us do and we will have camp coming up in about two weeks and uh, even after that there's going to be another camp from from our uh, from our church and many families go to camps and and people relax the summer is the time that we all know for it's it's known for for relaxation for for time of peace and in this time of peace i want to encourage you to remember the, the this fact that in this time we cannot grow weary we cannot grow you know, satisfied with, with what we have. We cannot focus on, only on our pleasures, only on, on, on this world. You know, um, God, in His, in his um, purpose that He has put for us, He instilled for us these times of blessings. You know, a life of a Christian, as you know, life of a Christian, it, it's, it's not a simple life. And you go through your life, right? You, you fight your own problems. We, we find our own, fight our own issues every single day. All of us, we have different work, we have different schedules, we have different issues, different problems that we face on a daily basis. And God gives us strength uh, you know, relative to, to our ability. And I was thinking, uh, Jesus, when he, when he came to earth, you know, as we live our lives, we, we look at the number one example, the number one epitome, so to say. Uh, whom we can follow the perfect example for our life was jesus when he came to this earth he lived 30 plus years and he and he what what did he do i was thinking about this um when jesus was walking on earth right did you ever see him did you ever read him about him in the bible where he would like come to earth for these 30 plus years right and imagine like did he run to everybody and, and he was like let me save you let me let me heal you let me restore you. Did, he, did you. did you ever do him do this literally 24-7 until he passes out and, and falls and, 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 and then goes to sleep and then wakes up and does it again? You know, multiple times I find in, in, uh, in, uh, in the Bible, Matthew, Luke, and, um, uh, and all other people, they're writing a story about him as if he was peaceful. A lot of times we find him being peaceful. We don't find him worrying about all these other people around him in other villages and cities, how they are dying, how they are suffering, we don't find it as much. You know, w- uh, when he came to, uh, to, for example, city of uh, Capernaum, uh, Capernaum, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it in English, Capernaum, I guess. That city was, uh, when he came in there, there were multitudes of people that followed him, just like with, with other cities. And when people came up to him with their sicknesses, with their illnesses, people came up, with their, they were possessed. People came up, they, they, they were sick with all kinds of illnesses. And he would heal them. Multitudes of people. In the Bible we read that, that multitudes of people followed him. And most of the time, a lot of the times, he would heal them. But for example, there were other times when he would come to, um, to, to a place where, as you, if you remember, it was a place by the name of Bethesda. Bethesda. It was a place where uh, sick people were located at. You would imagine it as, as a rehab center of, of, of a sort nowadays, but back then, Be- Bethesda or Bethesda was a, was a place where, um, where where all of the people who have been abandoned, who have been with lifelong illnesses, uh, f- f- everywhere from everywhere from, from, from mild illnesses to to de- death-threatening illnesses. And guess what? Jesus went through there. And there were, I mean, I don't know how many people were there who were sick, hundreds maybe, maybe even up to a thousand or more. And guess what? He only healed one person. So I was thinking about this, as I, as, as I read before, I was thinking, why didn't he, you know, run around trying to, trying to save everybody, trying to, trying to heal everybody, trying to um, help everybody either financially or, 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 or heal someone else? Why was He peaceful? What kind of peace did that Son of God have to be able to walk through this earth, to be able to walk around these people? And, and what, did He turn a blind eye on them? Did he, did he just ignore them? Here He is, God, our example, our Jesus. He, he would heal people and then He would just turn His basically blind eye. He would literally turn aside, eye and, and not heal them. And I was thinking about that, how is that even possible? Jesus, why aren't you concerned about those people as well? Where is this peace coming from? What, how are you sleeping at night so calmly, so to say? You know, and I realized that Jesus' priorities were different. Jesus' priorities were different. When he came to this planet, when, when he came to this earth, his number one priority was to save people to save people spiritually not 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 so much as to heal them physically or or to give them some some money you know as once uh one of his disciples were approached and they had to pay taxes and he said to uh one of his disciples to go and fetch fish and he would find this coin uh, in, 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 literally inside of this fish, and with that he could pay the taxes. Jesus had, J- Jesus had, Jesus had power to do those things. He had power to literally do anything that we can ever imagine, to bless people in all kinds of ways, and 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 and, and yet his perspective, his thinking, his priorities were different. Jesus's number one goal was to bring people in peace with God. So many. So many examples that we can see, so many people that were, have, have, tr- have, have had troubles in their lives, people who have had issues in their lives. People, uh, Christ, and, 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 uh, he, when he was walking on earth, he was trying to bring peace of God into their lives. He was not running around. He, he was not trying to save everybody using saying, hey, I have this running clock right now. You know, t- time is ticking. I have to try to save as many people as possible while I'm here on this earth. He came in here, to, he invested into, into his 12 uh, disciples, into his 12 closest friends. And he tried to convey these, um, these priorities into them. And, not, and one of them, one of the more main priorities was to have peace with God, to have peace with Heavenly Father, to have peace with, with, uh, with as we are living in this world, as we are going through this world. We have a time of rest, we have a time of reflection. You know, in America, we have a great blessing to be able to just sit, sit down, go camping, or go on a vacation, and just reflect on our lives. Just look at our lives. Look at what we have gone through so far. Look at uh, whatever our progress has been. You know, for example, for you would be school or job or career. And you are able to just sit down sometimes, right, and and reflect on what has it been like. What have you gone through? And And, and realize that peace of God, peace with God, allows you to be to be more productive I love you to be more, more, uh, more happy and I'm going to share a very quick testimony at the end, at the end and I would like us to, to go to prayer there was a time in my life about a year ago when I was very anxious when I was very angry at God so to say um, this was a time when I did not have any peace with God uh, when I came to America it's almost two years now uh, I worked uh, at a construction for, for a few months, and I tried to save as much money as I could. I tried to cut my expenses, I tried to cut all, uh, all um, as many as, as possible of, of my expenses, and I saved up a particular amount of money and I bought uh, a, a secondary car that I wanted to like, sell it for profit. And one of those days, I, I achieved this goal, I, I bought the car, and for a few weeks, I was looking for clients, and during one of the days, I prepared the car to show the client to, to sell the car. And the client canceled. The person did not show up. So I drove back with this car. And I left the keys from this car in, in, my, in my main car, my day-to-day car. And so during the night, this car, uh, my main car gets broken into. And the, uh, the thieves, they tried to steal this car, but they couldn't, of course. They didn't have the keys. But I left the keys from the car that I wanted to sell that day in the very car that they have broken into. And so, well, guess what? They just, you know, they just pressed the button and it beeped. It was parked next to it. They got into it and drove away. And imagine my frustration the next day. Imagine my, my state of mind throughout the whole day, throughout the whole week of how I was feeling. And I remember, and, and I remember saying, Lord, why, why this? Why that? Why did this happen? Like, why did you, did you, make, you know, make it happen to me? It's been a long time ago. It's a close chapter in my life. But I've learned a lesson that peace is, is, is what I need. Peace is what I need in, in Christ. When you are fearful, when you are angry, when you are, when you are consistently running around, when you're consistently worrying in your life, because we do it all the time, the only thing that it brings is, is just more chaos, is more, um, uh, is more bad and negative thoughts into your life. Peace in, with Christ is, is what I learned to come up and, and seek in Him. And I encourage you, dear, dear friends, in this time to, to seek peace, to seek just time with Christ, whenever you can, whenever you are able to, at work, especially in, uh, in church, at school with your families, to, to seek peace with, uh, with Christ, to seek Him, to understand that in our lives, yes, there's going to be chaos, yes, there's going to be troubles, there are, it's the life of a Christian. But peace is what God gives us when we open up his word, when we dive deep into his message, when we dive deep into his commandments, into his writing that he left to us. We can discover that, we can learn it, and we can live through it for Christ's glory. Amen? May God bless you. Let us pray.